What is going on with that microphone? Sarah, just, what is the deal? What is happening? It's like, Why do you make cylindrical objects go limp when they're in front of you? Wow. Well, I mean, can, can you right even hear her gate. when she speaks? I, okay, I was going to say, I feel like I either have to yell or every time I speak, I'm going to move the microphone back. I'm just it just go will like, not go down there and stay. It won't go up and stay, right? That's Sounds what Sounds like said. a problem. Yeah, yeah. That's what I do. All right, Thursday off the rails. Um, <laughs> you intimidated it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> happens a lot. I there's yeah. so many jokes there. I, I don't want to go with that. Uh, it's like a scared turtle. Um, the, Hold uh, Ain't the first time I heard that in my life. No, it's not. Uh, or today. Um, Mark and Brandon are over at the helm driving us into the nether regions of all things insanity. But I think the insanity's on the couch today with uh, uh, Barb Allen's back as well as Sarah Gazales, host of the News Why It Matters. Um, Make sure, uh, if you did, missed yesterday's show, go get uh, Barb's books, uh, Front Toward Enemy, and also What Not to Wear to a Murder Trial. Um, you, need a, you need to go back. We're not going to rehash the story. It's a powerful story. Barb's husband, Lou, Lieutenant Lou Allen, was murdered in Iraq by another American soldier. And uh, the book tells the story, but you need to watch yesterday's episode if you missed it. So, uh, and go where podcasts are offered. Leave a rating and review and uh, maybe we'll read it i don't know we got to get back into that sarah yeah we do need to we need to get back into reading some some things but let me tell you the kind of stuff that i get right oh God, like this is why no. i don't really want to you know read certain things here's one Here here's go. one that yeah. says um um dude i find it just insane that folks like you with potential to accomplish real things choose to live their one life as a far-right twitter troll and truth denier. Oh my God! I am a Republican, by the way. Get your shit together. I went to his page. Oh, colon, aptly named colon. <laughs> his very first tweet is a retweet of none other than Eric Swalwell. Oh, <laughs> big Republican. Yeah, <laughs> really big Republican. Get your shit together, colon. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes the jokes just write themselves, guys. Yeah, they do. Sometimes. And I love the Twitter trolls who, well, on Facebook too, but the people who like to post the election results, mm -hmm. you know, of like they're like getting me on that. Right. Like I'm a dude that had no political backing, no political background, no donations, no, I did it myself and still got 4% of the vote in the primary. I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. I did exactly what I thought I was going to do. Don't right. think that's an insult. Right. I was like, you guys have no idea what we accomplished. Yeah. They're absolutely obsessed. Yeah. Absolutely obsessed. They, yeah, and, they, by, and you were the first person to to actually announce that you were going to primary, yeah. which I think did a lot. Yeah. Uh, and guess what? The media still calls me every day for a quote on what's going on in Texas. So mm -hmm. fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I, you can all the way off. OK, I bleeped myself, Brandon. I love that they. I love it. People, what's funny is they think that's triggering me, and I'm like, I'm I having a blast with it. I also love that they think that like you troll people on the internet for a living. It's yeah. like, no, I do a lot of other things for a living, and I make a lot of money doing it. Trolling you is just something that I find personally amusing. <laughs> See, like you're a bigger a troll than me in that regard because yeah. you you bust the balls on it. Do you ever get engaged in any of that stuff? Like, like, like I tip, I tend to not go on other people's pages of people I don't know, right. And talk about their stuff, right? Rarely. Do you do that? I don't go on somebody's page and, and comment, talk shit about them. Like, yeah. I got better things to do. You know, sometimes people will come after me and say, 
you know, they'll just troll me or say stupid shit. And it is true. Always you go back to the point of origin and they have like a dog as a profile picture yep. or no yep. profile picture yep. or they have a private account. Like they're going to troll you, but they have the private account. Those are the biggest. Uh-huh. The ones that I get a yeah. kick out of are the people who send me the nasty grams, <laughs> you know, and you go to their thing. Yeah. Because I want to see if you're worth my response. Yes. yes. I want to see if you're a worthy opponent. Right. Well, they never are. Spoiler alert. And you go on there and they've already blocked you. Yeah. yeah. So they shot their little salvo (laughs) across the bow and they've already blocked you. Very brave. Or these tweets are protected. Mm -hmm. And again, if you don't, if it's not a name like this dude, Colin, at least he has his name and his face as an avatar. Yeah. I don't want to see your bush. And when I say that, I do want to (laughs) see. I mean, like your shrub. (laughs) Let's be very clear here. Um, Yeah. Man, I felt so bad, Mark. I was coming out of the, I was at the bank yesterday making a deposit and I was I was driving through the parking lot and you know how you just catch something out of the corner of your eye and you're like, "Holy crap, I just saw that happen." Uh this lady, uh little Japanese lady was coming out of the bank, little old lady, and she missed her step and just planted face planted right there in front of the deal and I felt <laughs> of course Brandon's going to laugh. And I was like, oh, my God. I jumped out of the truck, just stopped traffic, everything. I left the door, everything. Everything's wide open. And I ran over there to help her up and just blood going everywhere. And, and it was it was bad. I mean, she didn't put her hands out to stop herself or nothing. Oh, why not? And little little purse, <laughs> little butterscotch purse candies went everywhere. And oh uh, why am I, I was like, this is the weirdest that? parade I've ever been at. <laughs> She's throwing candies at me. But we got her up. And it was fortunate because uh, I called 911. And, and right there on the deal, there was... Uh, there was a paramedic who just happened to be in the parking lot. Wow. Who came up and did absolutely nothing. But uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That was that was weird, you know? So See, was y'all her... watch your step, folks, is my point. So what was bleeding? Her that... chin. Oof. She stopped it with her chin. She stopped the Oof. fall with her chin. Oh, my God. Oof. And, I mean, she <laughs> did. A... It would bless her heart. I felt yeah. so bad for her. In, uh... Bad day. Heads I mean, bleed. Well, the thing that scared me was, you, you know, we. She, her husband came out of the car, and he was trying to get her up, and he was frail himself. And I was like, don't get her up if she doesn't need yeah. to get up. She got up. She's I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. Yeah. Then she was kind of, we were like, no, you're not all right. Yeah. So get you back now. Oh, uh, God, I want to know what's on Mike Lindell's cell phone. That's what I want to know. You know what's crazy? So we did, Barb and I did Anthony Russo, our friend Anthony Russo. You've done his show as mm-hmm. well, yep. Sarah. Uh, Blunt Force discussion. Shout out to Anthony. Uh, get his, his, he has fun on that show. I, I yes, miss that old form of podcasting. It is really fun. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And Even though he, he doesn't really drink a shot. He just pretends. He calls he it pretends. shot seat. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Where he pours a thing. It's not. He just sips it. Yeah. Which I don't know. She pour. He pours this. We did a show yesterday, me and Barb. Uh huh. And uh, he pours this big old deep thing of tequila. But he tells me it's a shot seat, and then he and puts so, a shot in front. So of So she right. takes it with no impetus or inclination whatsoever. <laughs> no. She just drinks the whole thing. Bam. And I was like, oh shit. But like, here we go. Well, did it's he refill it? Sh- yeah. Oh, we kept refilling like, it. Perfect. Well, yeah, no, I know. Yeah, it, like, well, it says Don't shot say you're seat. doing a shot. Right. Like, yeah. You're not doing a shot. We got hammered. But anyway, um, <laughs> what were we even talking about? Oh, yeah, Anthony. Yeah. So when uh, he was talking about being, when he was in D.C. for January 6th, the FBI came and they interviewed his girlfriend and they had him sit in on the interview too. And they, the FBI agent, basically knew all of his text messages, mm-hmm. all of his communication and everything. And he said he just, the things he said, he insinuated. So it's like, why do you have to confiscate something you already have? You already know it. For so, the optics. 
Yeah, you think did, so? That's it? The optics? You think that's it? Did you see I mean, what the helps. what the search uh, the search warrant said? No. So the search warrant said uh, that they needed to, that they had a warrant to get his cell phone and all records and information on Lindell's cell phone that constitute fruits, evidence, or instrumentalities of identity theft, as well as intentional damage to a protected computer and or conspiracy to commit identity theft and or to cause intentional damage to a protected computer. So the my pillow guy is stealing identities. <laughs> it's like that's what they're saying. What like for what purpose would that possibly be true? Yeah, he's I mean, already making so much money. Mike Whose Lindell's identity worth does he need to two fifty three hundred million <laughs> something. I mean, he's 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 almost to Beck numbers. Yeah. So so the and then they wanted to seize the Dominion, all of the Dominion stuff. Uh, yeah. I mean, what happened to America? And I'm, I'm posing this as a question because I want y'all's feedback on this. Where are we at as America that we can't? as individuals, as citizens with rights. I mean, don't I have more authority than the government? Shouldn't I? Yes. They're, elect, they're, they're representatives of the people. Shouldn't I be able to investigate things? Mm-hmm. Shouldn't I be able to ask questions mm-hmm. without being called a traitor? Yep. I mean, how is that being a traitor to your country? Because that's what everybody on Twitter is coming at me with. It's always oh, a traitor. Which is hilarious because I feel like they had some questions when Donald Trump was president. They yeah. were constantly questioning what he was doing and they that he was the worst the ever. validity of the election yeah. nonstop yes. for four years yes hillary clinton herself came out and said right it was stolen from her stolen yeah. and um mm-hmm. I, we're living in a clown world mm-hmm. this is a banana republic it's Absolutely. it's and they're lumping all of us in there together and you alluded to it yesterday on the show we've just seen the tip of the iceberg more of this stuff is coming um and it doesn't matter. Anybody that has any, like this guy, Colin, get your shit together. <laughs> I'm far right extremist. How? How am You believe in the Constitution? How am I a far right? I believe in limited government. You, you believe in individual freedom? I believe Republicans and Democrats as a party are equally shit. Both of them. Mm-hmm. And that's not y'all's opinion. That's my opinion. I don't know what your opinion is no, on I that. I agree. But, you know. People keep saying, oh, you Republicans. I said, let me stop you right there. Yeah, I don't identify as a Republican. No. Absolutely no. not. I Absolutely won't. Absolutely not. Yeah. That means I'm, I'm, who am I with? Liz Cheney? Right. Mitch McConnell? Mitch McConnell, yep. Lindsey Graham? Mitt Romney? Did <laughs> no. I say Mitt Romney? No, no, I didn't. I'll say it again. Mitt Romney? Um, speaking of these guys, we've got a clip here. Let's go back to this thing. I want to pull this out. Lindsey Graham um, introduced a bill. Will you play that clip? We will introduce legislation, along with a lot of my colleagues, uh, to basically get America in a position at the federal level, I think is fairly consistent with the rest of the world. I think we should have a law at the federal level that would say, after 15 weeks, no abortion on demand, except in cases of rape, incest, to save the life of the mother, and that should be where America's at. So we will be introducing this bill uh, as of like right now. <laughs> uh, people will join. Embarrassing. I hope it will be bipartisan. And we will have a debate if we're allowed to bring it up as to why we're doing what we're doing. I get it. I'm, a pro, I'm as pro-life as it gets, but I think it's a bad idea. I think it's a bad idea because this is an antithesis of what you just did in invoking the 10th Amendment with the overturning of Roe v. Wade. What do y'all think on this? 
Sarah. I mean, I'm I'm drinking. Can you You've even still got hear your me? Mouthful. I don't. Can you can you hear me still? Uh, my mic's in my lap at this point. Um, I agree with you. Uh, I do think that it's it seems a little hypocritical. However, I also it's also annoying to me because it's like why why do you even give him 15 weeks? I mean, if you're pro life and you believe that that is a life, this life is life. That's what I'm saying. So why why would you draw the line at 15 weeks if it's life? Right. If your argument is it's life. Why are you not arguing for just the law? So, yeah. so to me, it just seems like it doesn't make any sense. Therefore, it's just political posturing so that they can say that they tried to do something and all of that, and which just makes it, you know, yeah. nonsense. Yeah. What do you think, Barb? Uh, I think it's, regardless of its intentions, I think it's going to backfire. I think it was poorly played. I think it's just going to piss people off. They're already pissed about what just happened like why are we going out here and calling attention back to it and circling and why right before the midterms like are you trying to torpedo yeah. the gop right now okay it seems i don't know it doesn't seem like yeah strategically it was, bad yeah yeah just like, i don't get it bad. i'm not a politician or strategist or anything but i am an american citizen right you know? yeah. and um i i do have my thumb on the pulse of what a lot of people think just like we all do because right. we're the people living with the results of those people right yeah. so I don't think it's a good yeah. idea. And you being from New York, of course, they, people in New York ain't gonna like that. I'm surprised New York hasn't like started shuttle buses where they just or like, you know, like you can have a vet come to your house. I'm surprised they don't have like mobile abortion clinics where they just like come to your yeah, house don't and give do them it. Ideas. Yeah, I was just like, say that. Like, I mean, that's how cr that's how crazy they are about it. Like, that's how. Well, especially in they're, this age they're of obsessed shout your abortion. With it. Mm -hmm. they're, yeah, it is like it is like their cause. It is like their their altar their hill they're gonna die on well and they're i mean crazy he knows that he's yeah. it's not gonna pass right like they they know that this legislation won't go anywhere right now so why do point? it it's just What's political posturing yeah. right and and to your point it's just political posturing and bad political posturing at that because these what you think lindsey graham has his uh, finger on the pulse as as well as barb does <laughs> yeah no Lindsey Graham has some inner demons that he's working through. I don't think he's ever gotten. He's uh, yeah. Well, Lindsey's never had to worry about a woman getting an abortion. I can tell you that. Um, that's just my gaydar going off. <laughs> Wait, I thought you had to be gay to have gaydar. I'm a little gay. <laughs> I know you see him and Anthony. I'm a, they I'm pee a little, together. They I'm massage each other's prostate. I'm not scared of my okay. sexuality. I'm reasonably confident in my in all of it. Chad is Chad is the one who is yeah. uh, the monkeypox coordinator. Says uh, gay, bisexual, or other men who have sex with men. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. Bro, that's just gay. Yeah, that's just gay. <laughs> that's just gay. Just the tip, still gay. I, I have done things in my life that would, some people would have it'd be weird interpretations depending on who got a hold of that information. Okay, that's all I'm going to say right there. Okay, I've seen okay. some things, man. Okay, Lindsey Graham. I've been some places. <laughs> uh, it's not going to be, uh, it's not going to last much longer, folks. You've got to get this deal from my Patriot Supply. Uh, an amazing sale going on, $250 off their uh, Ready Hour three-month emergency food kit. You need one for every member of your family. And uh, $250 off because before all the inflation stuff hit, they stocked up a bunch of product, and now they're passing the savings on to you. Even though prices are going up, they're able to bring them down. So uh, it's not going to last much longer. So go to my website, preparewithchad.com. Get the $250 savings on the uh, three-month emergency food kit. You're going to get all the meals you need, 2,000 calories a day. Make sure everybody in your family is stocked up with this. And trust me, folks, it's 
you're going to need it at some point in time. It's going to be something you're going to be glad you have. Uh, so head over to preparewithchad.com. You can trust my Patriot Supply. They're the largest in terms of preparedness uh, that's out there. So biggest company out there. You can trust them. Tons of five-star ratings. And uh, this is all about taking care of your family, folks. Preparewithchad.com. Get the $250 savings per kit. It's going to ship fast, free. It's going to deliver It's going to deliver discreetly in unmarked boxes. And uh, it's going to be yours. Make sure you protect yourself. Preparewithchad.com. We'll be right back. Literally, during the break, all I had to do was go over there and fix the mic stand. You couldn't, like, you're worse than King Charles. Did you see the video the other day where he was supposed to sign the documents and he was, like, trying to get them to move the the inkwell out of the way? Cause, no. Because he was too good to slide the thing over himself? No, it's because I have seen people try to move this mic stand multiple times and it almost falls every time. And I didn't want to be the one to have it fall in the middle of your show. Okay, but you know what? No, I think I might do it intentionally. Your Highness. <laughs> uh, do you hate it when guys go limp and blame the girl? I do. Yeah. Same. That's a good point. Yeah. Now so let's go. equipment that went limp. Hey, yeah. hey. Show I'm host doing, over here. I'm doing all I need to do. So the yeah. show host's over here. That's no girl I talk. <laughs> I don't like it when girls start talking because conspiracies come up. Y'all start conspiring together. Conniving ass people. Um, you make it so easy. Yeah, well. <laughs> so that very first uh, video there about the Twitter whistleblower, play that clip, please. Shocking. They could access individual users' personal information, including their live data. Have I got that right? Yes, sir. If they, uh, so they would have access to the production environment. If they spent the time to meander around and look around, they would find that they could access these large troves of data. Including geolocation data? Did you testify to that earlier today? Uh, that the, I know that Twitter has IP locations uh, and that they do use uh, geolocation uh, services uh, based upon IP addresses. Wow, 4,000 employees with access to that data. That's extraordinary. So those employees would be in a position then, if they wanted to, to get this information and, and dox Twitter users. Is that fair to say? That is a concern of mine, sir, yes. Wow. There you go. So roughly uh, uh, 4,000 employees have access to uh, user data. Great. So Awesome. They got it. Great. That's why when I say when I go, through, you talk about doing the facial or the retinal scans and stuff, and you're like, I can't believe you do that. They got it. Yeah. It's done. It's too late. They can laser beam us from the stratosphere right now. We just be, it'd just be a, a brown spot smoking with a cowboy hat next to it. If they want to, just shoot a laser. What a way to go, though. Is it? I don't know. I can I think want, of some hurt? other ways that, invo- that involve, you know, a partner. <laughs> what if it happened while you were motorboating Pelosi? Like you've been fantasizing <laughs> oh, about? I don't. I don't fantasize. Yeah, he went now, off. He spent explain. a lot of time talking about that on about. Anthony's show. He said, yeah. "Would you motorboat Nancy Pelosi?" And I was like, mm. "Of course." Oh, yes, no. right. Of course. <laughs> Booga booga booga. Oh. Of course. <laughs> I mean, it. I'm like, uh, I don't want to do it, but I would. Can you imagine the traction I could get? But that's when the laser should come get you. Yeah, yeah. right there. Maybe yeah. take both of us out, yeah. me and her both. It'd just be a cowboy hat and two bags. It'd be a cowboy hat and two bags of silicone laying on the floor. That's everything else would be incinerated. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> jugs of silicone jugs boy <laughs> golly man i'd be i want some milk for my ice cream too 
Um, Speaking of Nancy. He gets so happy talking about it. He does. Speaking of Nancy Pelosi, (laughs) she gave us an important speech about (laughs) Joe Biden, (laughs) and no one clapped. Play the clip. Mr. President, thank you for unifying and inspiring a vision of a stronger, fairer, safer future for all, for our children. Your extraordinary leadership has made this glorious day possible. I, that's an applause line. <laughs> you peasants. Wow. Okay, Jeb. Please clap. Jill was applauding. <laughs> Jill, Jill was applauding. I can't stand Woo. these people. That, uh, I know. That's they, embarrassing. They, that was your applause line. I mean, what kind of, like, you just, you don't point it out. You just keep going. Yeah. You, you've drawn more attention to the fact that no one gives a shit what you have to say <laughs> than if you would have just kept going. Yeah, yeah. It's mocking Jay. Uh, this, what is that Hunger Games? Yeah, like yeah. this reminds me every day more and more <laughs> of this whole nonsense. I'm kidding. Um, and uh, she had something to say about inflation as well. Play that clip. Inflation Reduction Act, so beautifully named <laughs> for all that it does. As the name suggests, this landmark law is cutting costs and inflation fighting and driving down costs for kitchen table items for America's working families. But- Kitchen, no. kitchen table items. It's driving down costs for kitchen table items. The, Bacon is $12 a pack. They also spent all of the time when they were passing it, they spent all of the time telling you about how it was going to help with global warming and climate change. Climate change. What does that have to do with kitchen table items? That's the only <laughs> thing they talked about. Um, I, You know what? The only thing on her kitchen table is vodka. That's fair. And yesterday's glasses. And sometimes her teeth. That's it. And a, probably a whole assortment of prescription pills. Oh, yeah. Good God almighty. She's embalmed. Um, uh, play, the, play the Jill Biden clip. Because, listen, they're not coming. They don't care about. They, they love your kids so much. They want your kids reading all the books. Play the Jill Biden clip. Parents and politicians are now weighing in on what books should be in our school libraries and what their kids are being taught. Yeah. Where's the line, in your opinion, with how much of a say parents should have when it comes to what their kids are learning in school? Well, I think with the pandemic, parents saw how hard teachers work and how difficult this job really is. And I think if they work together in their school districts and decide what they want with their curriculum. Is there a balance between, you know, this book should be in the library, this book is under review? All books should be in the library. All books. (laughs) This is America. We don't ban books. (laughs) Alice Cooper looks like shit with blonde hair. (laughs) (laughs) All books should be in the library. Thank you, Dr. Jill. Dr. Jill Biden. That is, that's horrifying. There should be, it should be like when you go to the airport. And they've got like the penthouse and the and the Playboys up at the right. top, you know. Yeah. And uh, they, they should all be in the library. Move Everything. them, move them to the library, Books, and don't magazines. and don't put the the annoying plastic cover on top of them yeah. so that you can't see the whole thing. Lady Chatterley's Lover. <laughs> they should all be in there. You Harlequin. Know, it really <laughs> drives me nuts. This is just another example of how they just they manipulate language to make it mean what they want it to mean. It's not banning a book to not have it available for children. Children can't go see rated R movies. You're so smart. 
Well, I mean, it's just it's it's so dumb the way that they've done it to the the term cancel culture as well. Yeah. Anytime you try to vote with your dollars and decide to take your business elsewhere, they're gonna they're gonna say that you're participating in cancel culture. Right. Like, no, I'm not. I'm not firing the person. I'm just choosing not to do that. They right. do this all the time. It's so frustrating. Yeah. It's 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 bad. The uh, you've seen the book. I know you have. You've seen the book that. Um, a children's book that that's encouraging uh, or a parenting book that's encouraging parents to bring their children into the bedroom with yep. them to watch them have sex yep. come on yep. yeah have you seen this no yeah there's a book that's written it's a parenting book and they they want to encourage parents you to want to expose them to it so that they know to, what it is you know the parents mm-hmm. intimacy and their sexual acts and stuff like this so yeah i hope you're rotten hell like i, I like you want to talk about cancel culture give me a break i, I don't mean, even th- like it when the dog's in the room <laughs> <laughs> like, do you know the dog jumps on the bed and watches you like this yeah. Yeah. Like, or maybe like they're taking notes or something like, i'm gonna very, need to put the dog out yeah it's um yeah yeah because that's it's freaky distracting yeah that's freaky you feel, right there's so. just enough hindu in me that believes in some reincarnation that that might be like <laughs> aunt connie or something <laughs> and, you know and she's like i'm so disappointed in you yeah <laughs> and what you're doing right now but, you know it's not how you use that pillow um the, the audacity of that woman to ask so parents think that they should be able to have a say in what their kids are being taught what do you think about that yeah. uh, it's just so unbelievable right. to me like yeah. y- yes they're my children not the states yeah. this isn't a, a hard concept well <laughs> the whole it takes a village thing is like it's just a phrase right yeah. like it's, right it's not, it's right and, and also that's very voluntary yes well, <laughs> yeah. well let's go let's let's take it let's go a little bit, we got a minute for the break let's go a little bit further into the uh, stupidity that's out there and uh let's talk about kamala harris when she talks about the border watch this clip would you call the border secure <laughs> i think that there is oh no question God. that we have to do what the president and i asked congress to do is the first request we made oh my god a bill jesus to create a pathway to citizenship the border is secure but we also have a broken immigration system in particular over the last four years before we came in and it needs to be fixed we're gonna have two million people cross this border for the first time ever you're confident this border is secure we have (laughs) a secure border in that that is a priority for any nation including ours and our administration but there are still a lot of problems that we are trying to fix are there are there problems we have a secure border in that (laughs) we are prioritizing in this administration to fix the problems the zipper is up even though the penis is out <laughs> i mean let, let's just draw a metaphor there let's let's you know let me just give you guys a, a graphic example of what she's saying yeah, thank you for that you know she every single interview or speech she does she is the kid in class who did not read the book not that she is doing a book report on she is coming up with every every single word you heard her go pass a bill it's like she's yeah. she, right what in real we're time. What doing of that. is what the president and I have been doing <laughs> with the Congress, which is the first thing that we should be doing. That we should have done. <laughs> so bad. 
That's what's wrong with oh affirmative action right there. That's yes. a perfect example. And again, she got into law school because of affirmative action. They took a she well-deserving to. student and kicked him to the curb because a girl that claims to be whatever color she was claiming to be that day. You can see the hamsters running in <laughs> the, the wheel. The hamsters in have her. broken legs. <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, Americans are discovering that if we want to change this nation, we have to change the way the marketplace works. God, that's the truth. Woke corporations are seeking to divide us big banks, freezing the accounts of people who disagree with their political views, and our supply chain is dependent upon countries that actively work against our values. It's time for change, folks, and that change starts with you and your wallet. That's why we are proud to partner with Public Square, the largest network of patriotic, freedom-loving businesses and consumers our nation has ever seen. Public Square is the first app to connect freedom-loving Americans with their local community and their businesses that share their values. So if you want to support a restaurant that only buys from local farms or a coffee shop that took a stand against COVID mandates or a bank that would never cancel you for political views, Public Square is the guide you need. There's also interactive, sensor-free community groups where you can connect with other local members, and uh, it's absolutely free to join. It's free. Just download the Public Square app and uh, create an account. Begin your search. You can list your business for free as well so your local community can support you. Download the app. It's Public Square. That's Public SQ is where you're going to find it. Public Square. Go get it today. We'll be right back. Hey, welcome back. We kicked Sarah off the couch, and it's just in time for me to wax eloquent for a few minutes. When, oh, when, dear listeners and viewers, did the vicissitudes of political thought and action become so intertwined with that deep, stinking, and festering intellectual morass of social media into which we stumble so readily and willingly every single day? If your answer is ever since the dawn of social media, well, I suspect you're right. Ever heard of uh, the Snapchats? It's all the rage with the kids these days, and plenty of adults, too, and it's just one more of those platforms whose unhidden clear goal is to get you to apply as much of the surface space of your eyeballs to that screen for as much time as possible every single friggin day now snapchat like all the other time sucking platforms out there lets its advertisers specialize in who sees their ads so that they have the opportunity to get the best possible return on investment it's smart business but it can lead to some problems one of which we're about to discuss right here there are two companies among others that gather and provide data on snapchat Target Smart, which is a left-leaning group, and I360, which is a right-leaning group. Now, these groups work within that advertising framework to target ads that are political in nature. And the express policy of Snapchat is that while these two companies can gather and distribute their specific data sets however they choose, they can't see each other's data sets. Well, unfortunately, in a recent little slip-up, we're going to call it, uh, someone at Snapchat fat-fingered the wrong button, giving Target Smart access to i360's customer information. Now, it might not surprise you to include, uh, to, or might not surprise you to include that the benefit of having this information extends beyond Target Smart and their customers to things like, well, the Democratic National Committee, the Democratic Senatorial Campaign Committee, the Planned Parenthood Action Fund, the Democrat Stacey Abrams gubernatorial campaign. Now, Snapchat has admitted the mistake and fixed it, but the cattle are pretty well out of the barn at this point and i could spend time and breath opining on whether or not i think this was a mistake at all but i won't i won't i won't you know what i think uh i don't know the people at snapchat and just because practically every other major social media platform in the world leans hard in the direction of the path not taken by me and thee who knows 
but I want to focus my attention elsewhere and pick apart the deeper part of this. Here's what I want you to take away from this story. The people who have set up this giant information mill on both sides of the political spectrum, mind you, use it and sink money into it because, dun, 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 it works. It works in a business sense. And it seems to work in a political sense as well. And that begs the question, why are we allowing social media to influence our political moves either as individuals or as a group? I mean, seriously, think about that for just a second. It's the same thing as the old attack ads you used to see and still do see on television from time to time in a campaign season. Have you ever made your mind up about a candidate solely based on seeing an attack ad from his or her opponent? If so, I would suggest that you need to think a little more critically about the process that keeps our country running. There are other avenues to be explored for the critical thinking person and you should explore them so if chad prather is running for office and all you know about me is from an attack ad that says i kick puppies and pee on old ladies uh newsflash i only do one of those things and it says nothing whatsoever about my platform which you could see merely by going to my website it's even easier if we're talking about an incumbent candidate who not only has a platform to look at but has a track and voting record that you can find with just a few minutes worth of googling and just research the Snapchat issue, in other words, is merely an indicator of a much bigger problem. Look, I'm not saying I don't engage in politics on social media. Hell, it's fun sometimes, every day. But maybe fun is the category in which it mostly belongs. The real work of politics, all the way down to Joe Citizen choosing who to vote for, should be done in a place where critical thinking isn't tied up and shot at the door. Are you on Snapchat? Snapchat. Yeah. but I haven't used it in two years. It was just because it was the only way my kids would chat with me sometimes yeah <laughs> i don't i don't, I don't even know uh, how to do it yeah i don't i have the snapchat right. i think but yeah i don't use and I it i should delete it because i haven't touched it in forever yeah tiktok is a scary one right like i have a tiktok Get me going on tiktok yeah i have it, it but but like somebody else started it for me somebody that worked with me started it and they kind of helped grow it and it when they quit with it it just sat there yeah i'm i'm a community violation anyway yeah, Dave gets banned all the time. And he's like, I can't believe I got banned again. I'm like, why is this so surprising to you? And I don't, it actually bothers me that so many people are still using TikTok, especially people who are out there saying, you know, we have to be careful about China. They're buying up our farmland. They're doing this, they're doing right. that. But but you're on TikTok. So we're like, all hypocrites you, at some point in time. Right. I mean, we really I, it are. Is, we are. Yeah. That is true. And I and I hear you. But that's a pretty easy that's one a big to one. see. Like, and I'm that's not a big disagreeing one, right? with you. Um, I, I'm not, I'm just, I'm just saying, yeah, well, that's, that's a big one. It is like we are, I, I, you know, I don't buy everything made in America. I have a tundra, like that kind of stuff. Right. So <laughs> um, Dave's like, we need to, we need to fix that. I'm like, okay, whatever. But well, some of those tundras are made but, in America now. Yeah. Some I, of the Toyotas I, are. I love my tundra. Yeah. Um, but what, you know, I'll sell it and get another one. I'm going to need you to take care of that today. We should take care of that today. I'll call Mike Lindell and go truck shopping with him. <laughs> yeah, Mike just blow up, blow a new truck <laughs> um, American yeah, right but, out of yeah, his so nose. That, the TikTok thing. I don't understand why we've allowed that to become so big. I, 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 yeah, it's weird. I don't understand why we've let a lot of things grow so yeah. big in our lives, but here it is. You know, we're in this nightmare. And, uh, you know, ah, stupid. The uh, Let's go back to Kamala Harris because she's just so much fun. Um, she had something to say. We, of course, commemorated 9-11 on a Sunday. And I want to go back to where she said, talking about the threat from within. Will you play that clip, guys? When we walk through the doors, each of us, Republicans, Democrats, independents, when we walk through the door of the skiff, that secure room, press could not come in. Right. No cameras, no public, just us. People would take off their jackets, 
they'd roll up their sleeves and they were Americans first, focused on the threats to our national security. When I think about what we have been seeing in terms of the attacks from within, I wish that we would approach it the same way um, as Americans, um, instead of through some partisan lens. You know, I was obviously. It sounds like you think this threat is as great. It's a I different it threat, is, but it is as great. And I think it is very dangerous, and I think it is very harmful, and it makes us weaker. I would love it if uh, Jake Tapper. Who's that dude? What is that? That's um. Chuck Todd, I mean, Jake Tapper. God, I hate all these assholes. If Chuck Todd would have said, okay, identify that threat. Yeah, what threat was she talking yeah, about there? Please identify it, yeah. right? Of course, we know who she's referring to. The quote-unquote MAGA you Republican. Me, yeah. yeah, people that are conservatives. Right. Uh, but again, we're not conservatives anymore. We're, we're not that. We're not limited government conservatives. We're, we're Trumpies, MAGA Republicans. We're insurrectionists. Um, white nationalists. I heard Chelsea Clinton refer to the white nationalist uh insurrection we're insurgents by the way that that word was used by hillary clinton the other day um and so that's what they're talking about that's what they're talking about she wants them to go into the uh, secure room roll up their sleeves and take us as seriously as radical terrorists that flew planes into buildings yeah that that's where i have a real issue here i go back again and for me personally, the soldier that killed my husband is not declared an enemy of this country, but I am. Right, right. I, our, my, my president thinks yeah. that I am a bigger enemy of our nation than a service member who kills another service member. And, and on and on we could go. How many examples? How many examples of people who are true threats to our country? Yeah. But you and I are the threat. Uh, and that's the vice president of the United States. Yeah. Uh, who's a freaking idiot. And was also in a throuple with Montel Williams. Uh, yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. You know, we laugh about it because it's laughable. She's so stupid and so <laughs> bad. But yeah, like, but she's dangerous because she's so stupid. And she's, she's very like, much so. And she's in that position. She's going to roll up her sleeves and get down to business, though, and deal with our enemies. Thank God for her. Uh, she, she's going to. She's not charge. rolling up her sleeves as much as she's getting down on her knees. You know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> no, and Chad, getting what down are you to business, about? yeah, she blowjobs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of that, um, hey, well, from cringing great. at the pump to getting an eye popping <laughs> check at your favorite restaurant, inflation's hitting everybody where it hurts, and it does hurt. Uh, the, I uh, I love the Upside app. They uh, and it's for anybody that buys gas, groceries, dines out. It's for all of us. Um, with every purchase, you're earning cash back thanks to Upside. So get started by downloading the free Upside app. Use my promo code CHAD. I spell it Chad. Get five dollars or more cash back on your first purchase of ten dollars or more. And uh, next claim an offer for whatever you're buying on Upside. Uh, check in at the business, pay as usual with a credit or debit card, and get paid. Upside users are earning more than a million dollars every week. That's probably why they have a 4.8 star rating on the app store download the free upside app use promo code chad to get five dollars or more cash back on your first purchase of 10 bucks and uh folks i'm telling you it will save you money and it will send you money back so you gotta do that uh the upside app use promo code chad we'll be right back
Oh, Barb Allen. You bring out the worst in me, and I love it. <laughs> CNN had some um, advice for the new king, King Charles. I mean, imagine being 73 years old and it's finally time to go to work, you know? <laughs> you know, I, and I, I refrain from making public comments on social media about the queen. Uh, look, I don't, I've never understood the whole royalty thing. No. You know, I, I mean, again, since 1776, I haven't really cared about the British monarchy. And whatever you want to say about Queen Elizabeth, I mean, maybe she ran the world's largest trafficking ring. She was drinking adrenochrome. You know, who, who knows? I mean, everybody's got an opinion on this mm -hmm. whole thing. And I'm like, you know what? She's dead now. So it is what it is. I don't like any of the elites. I don't like any of the cabal. I'm not, you know, but again, again, the cabal is now telling me that I'm public enemy number one. So she lived to be 96. All right. So is what it is. But King Charles has now stepped in and uh, CNN had a suggestion for him. Would you play that clip, please? In the 70 years of her being on the throne, many cultures and many faiths have flourished in these past seven decades. But there is an ongoing, particularly in the wake of Black Lives Matter, particularly in the protests that, that erupted all over the world after what happened in, in Minnesota, here as well, in France, in other parts of these nations that had colonial servants, let's face it. People were in service to this empire. The wealth of this empire was derived on the back of the people of the of 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 their empire. On display in the palace. Right, on display palace. everywhere and in the crown and everywhere. So what we're saying is that there are there is the generation of multicultural and diverse Britons who want this answered, who want to see their monarch finally talk about what it means and what you know, potentially the idea of reparations, definitely justice, right? Justice. I, I could get us banned right here. Like, like I could get us kicked off of every platform. So the idea that y'all think King Charles gives a shit about <laughs> anyone, much less black people, and certainly people like George Floyd. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Like, that's supposed to be something that's a priority to him. He doesn't care about the people who wipe his ass every day. Yeah, but who do you think's going to have a nicer casket, him or George Floyd? Uh, the <laughs> Queen or George Floyd? Well, let me tell you, George Floyd has, he went on a bigger funeral tour than the Queen. He saw more American <laughs> cities. But imagine if you'd have gone back and you'd have said, hey, one day when they, when, when they, when on the day of, um, of King Charles's, coronation and first address is king we're going to be discussing a crackhead who's high on fentanyl from minneapolis <laughs> imagine if i took you back 10 years 15 years and said one of these days a queen is going to die and charles is going to become king and they're going to be talking about a crackhead from minneapolis <laughs> who was passing off 20 dollar bill counterfeit dollar bills you know tw counterfeit 20 dollar bills high on fentanyl, who once held a gun to a pregnant girl's stomach. They're going to be discussing him and about how King Charles needs to be uh, addressing more in regards to uh, that guy and Americans burning down their cities. Because that's the thing. Britain really cares about the uh, American right. inner cities. Right. That's what King Charles's priority is going to be. America's inner cities. 
and BLM. Patrice Cullors. It would Cullers. be nice if somebody cared about him. <laughs> somebody, because they <laughs> like, don't. They burn like, in their own shit down. Leader, but Patrice yeah. Cullors and her crew, you know, are taking tens of millions of dollars and buying their mansions in white neighborhoods. Right. But let's talk about reparations. Surely King Charles will talk about, you know, the slaves that built. I mean, forget all the other stuff that the British Empire has done around the globe for centuries. Uh, but let's talk about George Floyd and BLM. Now, again... Uh, it's like uh, our buddy Jamie Kilstein said the other day. He's like, yeah, but when you talk about BLM and you say Black Lives Matter, see, that's the seduction of their marketing. Of course, black lives matter. People's lives matter. But they label it something like that. So you can't say anything about mm -hmm. Black Lives Matter, BLM, because you're saying, no, black lives don't matter. No, I'm saying that organization does not matter. That right. organization doesn't do anything for black lives. Right. It doesn't. And King Charles doesn't give a rat's ass about it at all. Nope. He doesn't care. Do you know King Charles has never used the same toothbrush twice? They, they give him a brand new toothbrush every day. Huh. And they, he doesn't have to put the toothpaste on it either. Someone does it for him. It's waiting for him. Well, as you remember, oh Prince God. Andrew, one of his favorite things when he went to Jeffrey Epstein's house was cooking himself breakfast. Yeah. Because he thought that was a really novel thing to do. Yeah, he got to do his own breakfast. Yeah, he burned it every time. <laughs> I'm personally hoping he actually ascends to the throne. That's how I want to see the monarchy end with Prince Just Andrew. Just burn right out. Yeah. 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 Burn out like Andrew's eggs. Uh-huh. Um, and, and, you know, I don't know. I've never, I don't know what Charles's teeth look like. I don't know if having someone do your own toothbrush for you. I, British aren't known for their teeth anyway. So, anyway, I don't know. I have no comment. No comment on that? I don't even know what do to say to that. Do you put your own toothpaste? Do you put your... You're a peasant. Do you put your I own toothpaste on your toothbrush? Yes. Do you have toothbrushes? I do. And I have most of my teeth. <laughs> you do. Most of your teeth. It's <laughs> fantastic. Boy, howdy. Um, yeah. That's the insanity, folks. That's the insanity. A couple of things to tell you when we come back. Y'all hang tight. We'll be right back. Pawhuska, Oklahoma. That's where it's going to be, Barb. Oklahoma. Saturday night, the Constantine Theater. Uh, go get tickets. Come hang out with us. And if you're not anywhere close to there, tell your friends. But I, I want to see some folks in uh, a few different places that we're going to be. We're going to be in Fredericksburg, Texas next weekend on the 23rd. And then also going to be in Godley, Texas on October 1st. And they're going to have some fun at all of those things. you got to come to a show. Yes. I need to do a show somewhere near you. Yeah, or you could have done one while I was in town this week. I mean, that would you know, have been I mean, nice. Yeah, let's just roll out that carpet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's crazy talk. Um, people can follow Barb yeah. on social media at Barb Allen Speaks. And uh, the, uh, make sure that you are subscribed to her podcast, uh, Flex Your Freedom. And uh, check that out. Make sure that you're following there. So uh, Sarah had to dip out because that's what Sarah does to go do her show. Like she's busy or something around here. She's she's going. She went last night to the uh, Hanson concert. Mbop. Yeah. Did you like Hanson? You no. Yes. No. You know Hanson. I know of Hanson. Know of Hanson. Yeah. Just for that song. Um, yeah. That's the only one I know. Yeah. But they're still out there doing it. Uh, speaking of being out there doing it, subscribe to Blaze TV so you can check us out on overtime and uh, tell your friends about it. BlazeTV.com/chat. Use promo code CHAD to save on annual subscription. You can do a little shopping as well. Chad on Blaze.com for our collection. Use promo code CHAD10 
and uh, get 10% off on all your purchases at uh, across the board in all of the Blaze stores. So check that out. And uh, Barb, stick around with me for a minute. Let's do the overtime all right. and hang out. I hope everybody has a great weekend and stay safe out there hug the people that you love tell them that you love them make sure they know it because life is fleeting it is short and you never know what a day is going to bring but i pray it brings blessings to you we'll see you on monday god bless bye